Was he in Sense8 or the other one that reminds me of Sense8? It was not Sense8. Shadow something. Yes, he's in that. He's so gay I've in that seen, one. Not He's gay in that one, and he is does he gay in real life? I don't know. Not enough. I mean, it it's answer. not important. Yeah, I cannot confirm. <laughs> yeah, he's in that one as like half of a wizard couple. Yeah. Sure, I'm not gonna watch it. Let's be clear. I think they're gay wizards of the kiss. <laughs> Whatever that show is would have been my favorite show, and I would have like written long Tumblr posts about how important mm-hmm. it was. Which oh, is yeah. why ten years later we're talking about Glee. Alrighty, uh, so welcome back to Was Glee Good? Today's episode was Preggers good. Uh, we are your hosts, Lily, Robbie, and Liz. Uh, so yeah, was Preggers good? Okay, so just for a quick Wikipedia recap, um, on Preggers, Kurt joins the football team and admits his homosexuality to his father Bert, who accepts him for who he is. Quinn discovers she is pregnant and tells Finn the baby is his, when in fact the father is his best friend Pucks. Finn asks Will to teach the football team to dance, hoping to improve their performance and thus his chance of receiving a football scholarship. Puck, Mike Ching, and Matt Rutherford all join the Glee Club after the football team's win, dancing to single ladies. This makes them a group of 12 ineligible to compete, but Sue and former Glee Club director Sandy Ryerson team up in an effort to bring the club down, luring away a disillusioned Rachel who quits when Will awards a solo she wanted to Tina. Okay, so it's obvious a lot happens in this That's episode. Yeah, it's I'm tired like saying it out loud. I would like to say this is the second week in a row that the Wikipedia plot summary has used like the full word homosexual. <laughs> and I don't like it. Sure, it was I did that a couple weeks ago and I, I feel weird about it having listened to it. I apologize. It's just like, just say gay. Just say gay. <laughs> or just he comes out he to comes, his father. Yeah. Right. When we... Rewrite the, <laughs> the Wikipedia description of Glee. If I ever edit a Wikipedia page, <laughs> even one degree of separation away from Glee, or like four degrees of separation, just like kill me. Sure. Not to be confused with just the Glee Wiki, me. which is a different website. Which I refuse to go edit. to. I've ended up in it many times trying to figure out who does the vocals on like a song that I'm like, I know Glee covered it. Who fair. sang the song? That's fair. Anyways. Um, um, so we open up on a black and white shot of Kurt, Brit- Kurt doing the single ladies dance with Brittany and um, Jen Ashkowitz, Tina, um, doing backup. At which point I let out a physical sigh of relief <laughs> at knowing that not only is this episode better than last week, but that it starts on like such a gallant high note of like pure entertainment. It was delightful. I'm so happy. Chris Colfer looks so young in this episode. He, looks he, he tiny. always looks young, but he looks like a small baby. He's yeah. got like a slightly round baby, like a normal human face, not like a handsome green actor face. eyes that are the color of the yes, sea. Yes, it's so good. Meanwhile, in the background, Heather Morris is just doing the single ladies dance as, as it was originally, does. as she professionally, like she's not toning it down to be like a <laughs> high schooler <laughs> performing in her, like, not friends, just a kid she knows. Right, basically. why are they, how are they friends? Oh yeah, so that's a separate question. Tina and Kurt are genuinely friends, sure. right? Because they're both like lame. Well, and Brittany joined the Glee Club, and we haven't gotten into her character much, but she's like a fairly friendly person. So I feel yes. like since she joined, although the we club don't know that. Yeah, all we know is that she's a cheerleader, and as far as we know, the cheerleaders are mean. Right. But I mean, I'm saying like we're getting a preview now, or like the yes. first hint that she's like kind of dumb and friendly. Yes. Because she goes on in the scene to tell Kurt's dad 
when he catches them dancing that Kurt has joined the football team, which is not true. <laughs> it's not true. No. It's not true. God bless them. Um, yeah, so they're dancing in their basement. It's lovely. It's actually really enjoyable. It's yeah. just like 90 good seconds. Yeah, I enjoyed every moment of it. Both um, times I watched it this week. Chris Colfer can sort of dance. He can get, he gets all the moves and they're happening at the right time. Right. It's like one of those is things that, like, as I understand it, is dancing. Is dancing. <laughs> it's not all of it. It's almost proof that dancing <laughs> all that's involved in dancing. Cannot be learned. Because like, you know that Chris Colfer practiced that for months before it was even yeah. written into the script. But like, he was already doing that dance. I don't believe you. I believe that if I take enough classes at the Ailey Extension, I will be we able to dance like Kevin <laughs> An angel. Um, um, okay. So, yeah, so anyways, so the plot being that, like, Kurt now has to join the football team. Right. To not be Woof. lying to his dad. <laughs> sure. So it's, like, a very, like, sitcom-y, like... It's perfect. Yeah. Every plot that happens in this episode, there's, like, four separate loose threads in it that could be... Like, if any of these people acted like real people... It Which is like one of my least instantly. favorite things about a TV plot, where yeah. you're like, yeah, what if you just said it out loud? But this one, I'm like, okay, fine. Sure. Fine. You let them have it. Right. Like, like, also, I want to watch Kurt Hummel like kick a football. Yeah. Like, like, well, like no. listening to Beyonce. <laughs> this is one of my main issues when I was in film school, is I'd write scripts, and like, obviously, you have to have conflict, but I was like, but like, I just want people to get along. What if they just communicate each company? <laughs> um, speaking of communication, I believe the next scene is Will and Terry. Practicing Lamas. Practicing Lamas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terry, keep in mind, not pregnant. No, the baby is fake, Um, which uh, we confirm that Terry is wearing a fake belly because mm-hmm. she shows it to her sister, who After... at this point, quite frankly, is making me hate women. Yeah. Like, she is so awful. It is fairly funny when Terry loudly demands that Will make her a BLT. What? <laughs> and her sister yells, me too, uh, and then hold the tea. And the owl. Which is gross, but fine. <laughs> Why does she call... A vagina? What's A up? boy howdy. <laughs> it's very funny. She calls her vagina a boy howdy. Although, what I, call I, mine hate, now. I hate <laughs> I hate lines of dialogue that are about birth, where someone is described as pushing something out of something else. Like, in this case, it's a watermelon out of her boy howdy, which is, yes, a funny, funny reference. Yeah, there's one in Friends where it's like a pot roast out of her something. Okay, well, that's I just, I don't like that line more discussion. <laughs> Uh, right, so again, a few questions. How has he not noticed that she's always wearing a fake belly if they sleep in the same bed? Right. And interact with they're each other? They're married! Right. At one point, they're, like, very standing very close together, brushing their teeth, and he's, like, touching her neck and back. She has to change her clothes, right? Shower? <laughs> does, does he never, like, does jump in wear... and be like, I'm running late, can I hop in the shower? So right. At the time I was watching this, I was, what, 16? So I guess I kind of believed that, like, people who were married maybe still didn't Yeah, spend I didn't a lot understand how, like, together. intimacy worked. <laughs> but, like, I lived with someone for sure notice if like she was wearing a large fake belly <laughs> all the time yeah there's a lot of opportunities soon <laughs> even if you don't spend a ton of time together you again share a bedroom and a bathroom and home which are the bed. two main areas yeah. to see someone's bare stomach anyway sitcom it's fun <laughs> <laughs> um so then we cut to the teacher's lounge with will and emma and ken talking the only thing i have noted wait here, hold on we're missing more miss? fodder for my favorite theory that everyone hates Will Schuster, in which he walks into the teacher's lounge and cannot find a teacher I to sit with. <laughs> among teachers, he is uncool. So he has to sit with Ken and Emma, is yeah. like the plot there, though. Yeah, yeah. And all I have noted here is that Ken mansplains Emma's personality to her. 
like she talks about how she doesn't like doing something or she wants to do something. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And he's like, well, honey, that's because of you feel this way about this. It's real. And I was like, shut up. It's very weird. And she just sort of stares at him and doesn't have a response. Sure. No As you should always do with your boyfriend that you are dating out of inertia. Boredom. Meanwhile, Sue is a local news anchor now. Yes. Okay, Which wait. I have written down, I assume this is how the 2016 election happened. Why is it a C? Did I miss that? Uh, Sue, so Sue's Corner, I guess, is the only thing I can think of. Or like Cheerios? Because her last name is Sylvester. Cheerios! It makes more sense. Anyways, options presented does it. what Robbie is referring to is at the end of all of her segments, she goes, that's how Sue, and she makes a C with her hand, sees it. Yeah, which is like... She's also doing a segment in favor of caning, and she says, some people say we shouldn't, and I say, yes, we cane, which is funny. <laughs> no. It was 2009 at the time. This is where... Yes, we can jokes are still funny. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. This is where Glee really lets, like, just, like, Sue Sylvester, like, fly. Full and, camp Yeah, like, Sylvester, do whatever, yeah. like, not It is simultaneously... Being. So, again, she's already said the word cripple at least once, yeah. and no one has checked Not in this episode, though, right? Not this episode. I think we went a full episode, ding, 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 without anyone saying the word cripple. Um, she does later, though, um, do, like, a weird bit about homelessness. And, like, sure. what if you tried not to be homeless? So, like, someone has already gone off the rails on, like, what if Sue Sylvester was just offensive? Right. Yes. Um, meanwhile, that candy joke, very funny. So, so funny. So, you know. No, getting children is always funny to me. Okay, so then we're back in Glee Club. Uh, Will is giving, the like, Maria in West Side Story lead to Tina. Yes. Which... She's not ready for, to be clear. Sorry, also, they're not doing a musical, it's a glee club. Right. Well, they're, so they're just doing this song, but, like, but it's not point a, taken. It's not a show choir song. It's not a show choir no, song. No, it's, it's, it's a, a musical solo. song, yeah. It's, it's one it's person. It's one person. It's not even, like, the group number. No, it. it's not even, like, a group number with a solo. It is yeah. purely a woman singing alone and about Does them. Will Schuster not know what glee club is? For sure he doesn't. <laughs> They've seen... And now, two good performances <laughs> of another Glee club. Which many people sing. We're, we're like, we're doing a pop song, we all sing together, here's a number. He, Not he cannot a solo from a musical. Not of that. Anyways, Rachel's very pissed about it because Natalie Wood was Jewish, she says, so she feels like a... She says Natalie Wood was a Jew. Which, is, <laughs> which she is allowed to say, but I'm not Jewish, you are not so allowed I'm not to say. I can. <laughs> it's very funny to hear someone say a Jew out loud in the year, I guess, 2009. <laughs> Don't say um, Yeah, so Rachel's pissed about that, as Rachel is always pissed about something. Sure, Artie very finally whispers, the more time she does that, the less impact it has. <laughs> which um, is true, yeah. and yet she will continue to do it for sure. seasons. And, like, honestly, I don't feel it was unjustified here, but we'll get into this more yeah. later. Uh, and then... Oh, this is when um, Kurt, asked, so yeah. the, Kurt asked Ben for help um, getting on the football team briefly, because right. again, but he promised his dad. But he walks up first. Like, hey, I have a question for you. And then Finn just turns around and says, no, I already have a date to the prom. Sorry. That can't be true, also. Prom is a long time ago. <laughs> Go on. He has I a know, girlfriend. I know how important dances are to teen gays. It's just which, true. Which is not true, <laughs> I can confirm. Uh, which is deeply funny and deeply sweet. And also, my dude, it is September. Yeah. He's for sure not a... Does he say prom, prom or did I just he say He says prom. prom. I went no, back no, and looked it up. He says prom. They're also sophomores, so... They are um, sophomores, right? Nope. None of them has a date to the prom. They don't go. Well, again, so Quinn, you remember, she was yelling in episode two about, like, they one day plan to be prom king and queen. So I actually do Maybe believe he that means he has, has a date prom to date. senior prom. Yeah. <laughs> he has a date to senior prom, and he assumes that Curtis trying to, like, get him there two years early. Right. But unfortunately, like, unfortunately I've already booked. locked down Quinn. Yeah. Three years early, so... Three years early. What are you gonna do? Yeah. 
Um. Um, so then, this was one of my favorite little bits, so, uh, what he, so what Kurt actually wants is to ask Finn for help, um... Journey with football With football, yeah. Yeah. And so, then they cut to, like, um, Kurt trying out for the football team, and, um, and he wants his music, and he's like, that's what we did when we were rehearsing, and and Finn just kind of cuts and he's like, practicing! And, like, it's just a very good comedic Also, the off, the, like, the scene we don't see in which these two boys are practicing practicing kicking a football together, which clearly means, like, Finn, like, made time in his schedule to, like, show Kurt how a kicker... I also don't know how football works, to be clear. Well, okay, so I have a whole list uh, of, like, nitpicks about together. how football works in this in this episode. Oh, good, you can explain it. For example, why, like, the fact that their entire strategy is based on kicking and not touchdowns may be the reason why they have not won any football games. Sure. But then I finally was like, no, I, I like that they didn't research this at all. Like, like <laughs> yeah. the ending score is wrong, the dance would not be allowed, they crossed the line of scrimmage, there's all this stuff. But oh, like, yeah. But I decided I like that they didn't, it, who cares? Someone who was, cares? like, really proud of themselves for knowing that as a small... Man, boy, child. He'd be the kicker. Chris Culver would be the kicker. Right, and they were like, they that's got. the whole plot. They were like, we know that's fewer than a touchdown points, and that's all we got, and yes. that's fine. That's fine. That's not what the show is, and oh, it's fine. I just love Finn. Look to Friday Night Lights showing like, Chris Culver how to, oh. how to kick so a football. brotherly, I know. It's also apparently a prodigy at kicking. Like, it's not easy. But he can do it, but and we're not it. going to investigate We're not going to question, that. no. But also, why do football coaches always have to be mean? Like, why is that part of it? I was never on a... What do I know? All I coaches know. do, I think. <laughs> do they? I'm, they don't have to, but they I never are. had any mean coaches. I never stuck around longer. Than <laughs> right, I was on a swim team, but that's not like a, a team sport. You don't have to yell. Just like swim fails. I think football is the only one where they are mean on purpose. Or that's what TV is showing. Okay, well, Finn is nice, so... Sorry, I appreciate that. <sighs> Rest in peace, Corey Montooth. Anyways, I have down that I'm very proud of Kurt, and this is also genuinely funny and warm when he does the dance. It is genuinely funny and warm. Also, that he announces that he's auditioning for the role of kicker. Yes, it's yes. a good. Yeah. It's a good. Um. A good so then I think right after this is when Quinn. No. No. There's no? a scene in the middle that is inexplicable. It's Another, boring, but important. It's boring. Important makes no. It makes sense. no sense. So the TV man from the TV station. <laughs> <laughs> is that who that is? I just recognized him as bit character actor from Supernatural. Oh, no. I read a show I have seen for sure something at else. least 11 episodes. I've definitely <laughs> seen parts of it. But, um, but he I was the, them something else. He was the one in the beginning who's on the TV station that Sue has her thing on. Sure, that's not made the clear to a casual person. viewer. But it's made clear in the scene where he's essentially but a TV he, man. Yeah. yeah, so he comes to Sue's office in the high school to deliver <laughs> mail that was delivered to her at the TV station. But why? Like, like how just... mail works and how people who work in TV work. <laughs> None of it made any sense. Like, why was he here in oh, the right. middle this of the day? This is when he tells her that she has to, her cheerleading team has to win nationals? Yes. Yeah, like, in order for her to keep... defecting to show choir, and in some way that I don't understand and don't this care about, it endangers a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is a respect. She might journal. not have this segment if she can't, like, make Lee Club fail. Which is important to her because she never doesn't want to be a Ken Tanaka, which is actually a fair which, point. Which, indeed, who does? No yeah. one does. Yeah. Uh, okay, so she is now more than ever committed to her cheerleaders being good at cheerleading. Yeah. And yeah. it then suddenly like ties together two of the plots, right? Like her TV thing and the uh, the Rachel Berry thing that's about to happen. Yeah. Are together. Yeah. They're like one plot. Like it's gonna do that next. Yeah, I guess is that where we go next? Mm-mm. No. no. So next actually genuinely is Quinn telling Finn in a crowded high school hallway. Yeah, not where you want to keep secrets yeah, super yeah. a lot. That, that um, she is pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Which like I forgot happened this early. 
I did too. Even though the episode is called Braggers. Right. Well, that was my first hint, but I forgot it was episode four. Same. Um, so, first of all, sex education in this school district is so bad, which seems to be like a running theme in this show now. Yeah, because yeah, she for sure, so she's pregnant, which, you know, she knows for sure. Right. She doesn't want to get an abortion, which Ben does not say the word abortion out loud because I guess 2009, he says, do you want? And she says no, and that's all we talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells him that it's definitely his, even though they haven't had sex, because um, he came in a hot tub. Yes. A few weeks ago. And they cut to that, and actually, like, side note, I thought it was cute that they're close enough, because she yells, think about the mail, think about the mail. Right. And I thought it was cute that they're close enough that she knows that what he thinks about to make himself not come is the mail. Yeah, it's sweet. Nice. It's a nice detail. Um, yeah, she does lie to him, though, about being the father of her child. I mean, this <laughs> In this scene, I found myself genuinely moved. I was tearing up a little bit, though I do... 15 minutes later, we find out she's fully lying to him about having fucked his best friend. Yeah. 100%! So I know she does say that, um... He's like, I don't think that, like, a hot tub is where you can get pregnant. And she says that, ask Jeeves, says that it's the perfect temperature for sperm. I thought she said biology class or something. No, No, it's ask Jeeves. A very 2009 (laughs) sentence. Um, So just, I wanted to make sure we all focused on that all. I appreciate you bringing that up. I would have missed it and I would have been worse for it. Uh, Yeah, but spoiler alert, she did fuck his best friend. Yeah. Because he got her drunk on wine coolers and she was feeling fat that day. Who among us has not? She's 16 and lives in Ohio. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we'll again, talk later like, however terrible or not terrible that act was, she's 16 and pregnant and is desperate, and it's deeply moving and sad. She also cries about, she says something about, um, she really thought she had she a chance of getting get out, out of this here. Place. Yeah, and that's a lot. Yeah. All teens should be celibate. I just want to hit that note again. I was reading a, like, a review of this episode from, like, when it came out, and apparently, like, a lot of reviewers at the time were saying that, like, it was sort of too chipper for its, like, sentimental streak. And I was like, what the fuck show are you watching? She cries. Well, it does, it is tonally weird. This moment, it's serious and you can tell from the background music. Right, right. Are you talking about 15 minutes later when uh, Finn deals with this by asking Will Schuster to teach the football team to dance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or, like, any other moment where you get the whole bit in Sandy's apartment that's... I think, Which is next, I, I think. Right yeah. After this. Yes, okay, that yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sue and goes to Sandy's apartment to be like, I need to keep the Cheerios. And it's filled with dolls. And she's like, the only thing missing is some bodies. Going back to our first episode where, correct, he's been killing <laughs> students and keeping them in the apartment. He's wearing a kimono, like, mid-thigh. <laughs> sure and is. And brown clogs. Yes, and he is. And he's eating entire aerosol cans of whipped cream. Nine of them, we learned. Nine of them. <laughs> Here is where I have a genuine question that I would like to discuss as a small break in our plot breakdown. Please do. Who is supposed to be, not supposed to be, who is the most successful adult character on Glee? Sue Sylvester, right? So success, define success. Yeah, fair question. Like emotionally integrated. Anything. Like, <laughs> like doing okay? I mean, um, like, no. Sue has a local no? segment on the on the TV. She's doing great materially. She's doing great materially, emotionally. Well, and she's also on a day-to-day basis not, like, questioning her personality. That's true. Perhaps she should, objectively. she's not. Yeah, but, like, like, Will and Harry both deeply unhappy. Sure. Emma Pillsbury trapped in, one, her own mental illness, and two, her own unhappiness. Sure. And her terrible relationship. And her horrible relationship. Kentanaka just a bummer all around. It's just Sue. I'm sorry. Kurt's dad seems there's, okay. You know what? That's true. Bert yeah. seems good. <laughs> Bert Hummel. Who also turns out to be maybe, like, the best character on this show. Yeah. I mean, also, early on, I like how this show just committed to, like, the rhyming names, like, Finn and Quinn and Kurt and Bert. Like, why? Why? Because <laughs> it's a fun musical. <laughs> I'm right in Ohio. Emma's got the same two names. Sue Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun show. 
Um, okay, so they decide that they're going to put on a musical to lure Rachel Berry away from the Glee Club so that the Glee Club fails and all the cheerleaders go back to the Cheerios. Yeah. yeah that's the gist. Again. Sure. The plotting here is insane. It's non-existent. <laughs> and the, the way they decide they must ruin the club is to steal Rachel away. Because yeah. apparently she's the lynch. That's true. She club. is. Let's not. Let's not fool ourselves. Okay. Interesting. Say more. How do you figure? They keep saying everyone else hates her. She's the only good singer. But they all respect her. True. She's like the best performer, for except Amber for Mitchell Amber Riley. As <laughs> everyone else did. <laughs> um, I think in the world of the show, we are supposed to believe that she is kind of like the ringleader already when Finn's not paying attention. I mean, I guess she does bring the most passion, if in passion we include sort of... And if we recall over. that Will Schuster, the world's worst Glee Club coach, is Recently only interested in how practices. she's doing right. Like, follows her out of practice when she's upset that first day or whatever, like... Yeah. Coaches her one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's gonna lose interest if she's gone. That's clear. Yeah. Um, which is which insane. Is he's a weird. terrible yeah. adult. He's the worst teacher. Um, yeah, so they, they put on auditions the for a musical. The gag is this, the, like, flyer on the board that says, Cabaret auditions must audition with Celine Dion song of choice, which is fabulous. Um, and then she sings Taking Chances, which is, quite frankly, remarkable and great. That's lovely. Yeah. It's very powerful. She's also the only person to audition. Yeah. Right, and also the only person... Involved in the show. We see it all. Because, which is good, because I was about to, like, point out the plot hole that, like, they're looking for Glee Club members, and there's all these people to be in a musical. Turns out there aren't, it's just her. Right, which... It's a one-woman version of Which she apparently doesn't notice. She doesn't notice. Congratulations, Sally Bowles. Um, her, the outfit she auditions in also does look to be another Spring Awakening leftover. And Everything I will not give this up. she wore in the beginning of this show was terrible, which I actually felt was a good character note. Like, she's supposed to be a dorky outcast. Like, of course she's wearing, like, those weird colored tights and Mary James. It was also, weirder later on when she was cute. I think there's a makeover plot later where Santana teaches her how to wear hotter sweaters. hmm <laughs> Before Santana comes out. Spoiler alert. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so then Will is doing some yelling in the principal's office about how Sandy Ryerson maybe sexually assaulted a teenager and is told that he's never formally been charged with anything. This is a horrible show that's maybe about sexual assault. <laughs> well, we, oh, that's right. We also learned that the reason he's being allowed to come back. Oh, so, okay. So Sandy Ryerson is like taking over all performing arts in the school. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's being allowed to do this is because Sue has blackmail material on the principal. Which is just an ad he did about embolism stockings it's for not an Mumbai Air. For Mumbai Air. So embarrassment I, is not blackmail. Right. So like non-diegetically is a little racist, it's but diegetically racist. it's not that embarrassing. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So that's to be clear, so Will's reaction to finding out that the performing arts are being taken over by his predecessor, mm-hmm. uh, sexual assaulter, mm-hmm. Sandy Ryerson, is to run upstairs where Rachel is practicing ballet in what appears to be a fully functional ballet studio. That was my question. Where mm-hmm. were they? Right. And to scream at her about how um, she can't abandon the club, which which she rightly points out. Did you not? In last week's episode, skip like three weeks of rehearsals to start an acapella group, and he says, it's not the same, I wasn't doing it out of spite. Which he absolutely was. Listen, <laughs> that is literally why he was doing it. She told him he was bad at dancing, and then he quit. He also says, That's I'm right. your biggest and sometimes only fan. Which, is, which, true or not, is a fucked up thing to say to your student. It's emotional sir. manipulation. Again, importantly, he blackmailed a student <laughs> in the pilot. Yeah, yeah. 
A student who later comes running to hug him for emotional support. Okay, I have noted down here, do you remember, like, ever touching teachers? No. No, explicitly not. There are multiple moments where he he also, in the conversation with Rachel, like, takes her by the shoulders, which is a thing that, like... Don't touch her. Don't touch her. No one ever did that to me. Like, I... So, at my actual prom... I've never been touched by an adult I'm not related to. At my actual... There are pictures of me at my actual prom, which are teachers, obviously... Right, which are teachers, like, obviously went to or whatever... And in the pictures that I'm posing with this a very attractive English teacher, you can see he's hover-handing because he understands he should not have his hands on the shoulders of teenage girls nope. in an actual school. No. This is not cool. No. <laughs> but so then, yes, uh, Finn does come to Will and just sort of breaks right. down crying, which is, is moving, but also... Right, he's again finished his find out that his girlfriend is pregnant and yeah, he but, needs... But when did they get to this level as teacher-student? Well, so you remember last week he taught Finn how to dance. Oh, they, when they were in the He joined the acapella. Yes. I blacked that out. Yeah, yeah, sure, because it was As so bad. Have. But I think that's what we're supposed to understand okay. here is that they really bonded last week. And now um, and now Finn feels like he's a father figure, basically. Sure, also Finn has literally no men in his life. Which, like, Finn, my guy, I understand the dad stuff, but, like, you can find a better father figure. Can he? The only other male teacher we know at this school is Ken Tanaka. Wouldn't no father figure be better than Will Schuster? I mean, in my own personal experience, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, that's my own issue. Um, yeah, so he comes to Will Schuster, who takes him to either a Golden Corral or a pizza ranch. <laughs> Some kind of, like, all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah. Um, They're assembling their own food. Right, where Will rightly, like, is like, thanks for telling me. I understand you don't want to tell your mom yet. We will later. Do you want to make an appointment at Planned Parenthood? Uh, shout out Planned Parenthood. Um, <laughs> and Finn's like, no, um, I need a football scholarship so I can get out of here. Can you teach the football team how to dance? This, I did, I forgot this plot point, obviously, because it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, the whole time I was like, oh, so he's going to say he's quitting because he needs to focus on football. Nope. Because that's like the logical nope. progression. No. And which, every like, leaving aside that Finn Hudson has like a pretty good understanding of teenage fatherhood, which is like, it's bad. You see the guys who had kids in high school. It doesn't work out well. Right. Does not at any point mention like his human girl friend. Right. Who will presumably be carrying and then birthing this baby. Yeah, who will also, also be around. a teenage parent. Right. I mean, again, it's not actually his baby. He did, in fact, practice abstinence. Which will <laughs> prevent job. you from getting someone pregnant. So congratulations to you, Finn Hudson. Anyway, but you're right. Yeah. But yeah. So every time, every sentence we get closer to his goal, which is, you need to teach the football team how to dance so that we will win a game, and then I will get a football scholarship, and then I will be able to have a child. It's like, it was like a wild. <laughs> I was so I mean, lost. That's not how you deal with having a child. It's not how you get a football scholarship. None of it's not how you yeah, get right. football. None right. of this is correct. Yeah, learn to dance is not how you get good at football. Sorry that he like read it in a book or whatever. He also says he got the book from the library and he's like, "Did you know they'll just let you borrow all the books?" Yes. So like maybe again, what we're learning in this conversation is he's not like super, you <laughs> sure. know, intellectual. Again, he does believe at this point that he has fathered a child. He's neither by street a smart nor book smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, wearing swimsuit, swimsuit premature ejaculation. Um, then we get this quick bit of Puck coming up to Quinn and being like, hey, do you remember when we had sex even though I am your boyfriend's best friend? Is it possible I'm the father of your child? How does he know she's pregnant? Oh, Finn tells him. Right. Finn tells him. Sure. She, he comes up to basically confront her and be like, I think I'm the father of your child. Sure. She says he isn't. And he says... Um, I'll take care of you. My dad's a deadbeat, but I don't roll that way, which was shockingly affecting. Yeah. Uh, He also says something about, we got ourselves an immaculate conception, which, like, (laughs) come on, buddy. He also, she does point out that, like, his plan to take care of her is his pool business, and they do live in Ohio. Right. Which is funny and mean. They're they're both making fair points. Yeah. 
Oh, man. God, no team should have sex. Yeah. And then after this, we get... Oh, we go back to Terry. Yeah, she is, again, in the bathroom with Will. Yeah, and they're like, he's standing right behind her. Yep. You think we not like, putting his arms around her again. Or not noticing that his wife's body is not moving the way a human body will move. Actually, pregnant stomachs are, like, weirdly firm. That's true. I always thought of it as, like, a bowl of jelly, but it's not. Okay, I guess he gets one point there, but, like... But, no, yeah, it's it doesn't make sense. It's even even as a team yeah. watching the show, I was like, this is this not stupid. Correct. Yeah. So um, it is fun to watch Jessalyn Gilsing go for it, though. Oh, yeah, this is... She's scene, losing when it. She, like, yeah. This scene features her, like, making a plan, and just her eyes are just, like... Right, so Will She has home, the best scheming eyes yeah. in the business. Will comes home from school and basically, like, got, like shit talk slash gossips yeah. about his pregnant student. Sure, professionally. Sure, he's an adult. Um, is like, is it that sad? Like, whatever, whatever. And her eyes get bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna steal that baby. She sure is. Okay, you know what we missed is that... So, Will gives the solo of tonight to Tina. Rachel storms out. We do, in fact, get to see Jenna... Do you get to see Jenna Ashkowitz sing the song? Yeah. And she does a lovely job. Until her voice breaks at the end. But I think that's, like, not a Jenna Eskowitz problem. I think it's, like, written in the script. Sure. I believe she is, in fact, a strong and lovely singer. Right, I mean, because it's then she, fine. She has to break so she can be like, Rachel should do this. Which she should. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. Leah Michelle should do this song. Natalie Williams is Judy now. Um, <laughs> Heard that. I also... Uh, Robbie and I rewatched the scene before... We started recording, and um, Jenna Ushkowitz is wearing mm. some makeup. Um, which what she's I wearing is, is the green eyeliner. It's bright green it's eyeliner. It's like a seafoam shadow. So fucking weird. Not just liner. It was like a fall lid. Okay, well, I liked it. <laughs> and then just like like Barbie pink blush in perfect circles. This is how I know we're both gay. I thought that was lovely. She was just sort of ahead of her time. Like She's pre-Rookie Mag generation. Yes. Good for her. <laughs> she should not be singing this song. <laughs> um, she should, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, Will's sister does teach the football team how to dance. Yeah. Sort of. This... And also maybe Kurt does? It's a team effort. It's yeah. A, a team. I mean, lead. as we know, Will Schuster is a bad teacher. He also can't dance. <laughs> yeah. Though he thinks he can. Yeah. So. Um, it also reminded me of the plot in Mr. Holland's Opus where they sure i can see how that would strike a chord for you um it's pretty boring i honestly did not engage with this at all this is when we first spot mike chang later a real character who i love Mm -hmm. and matt rutherford later in every scene but never never yeah don't care about that guy to be honest (laughs) could not care about carrie chum jr is a a wonderful dancer so handsome I also saw a picture of him, like, sort of a, like, Glee cast then and now thing. He's very hot. Yeah. I mean, he was always hot, but he looks hot in a different way now. He was on, was he on Sense8 or the other one that reminds me of Sense8? It was not Sense8. Shadow something. Yes, he's in that, he's gay in that one. I've not seen, he's gay in that one, and he does Is he gay in real life? I don't know. Not enough I mean, it's not important. Yeah, I cannot confirm. He's in that one as, like, half of a wizard couple. Sure. Let's be clear. I think they're gay wizards at the kiss. That is half of a wizard couple. And the whatever that show is, would have been my favorite show, and mm-hmm. I would have like written long Tumblr posts about how important mm-hmm. it was. Which oh, yeah. is why ten years later we're talking about Glee. Honestly, my brand was much stronger ten years ago than it is now. Yeah, I also included a lot of boring think pieces. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I loved myself, but not enough to self-edit. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, she's just the football team, how to dance, it's fine. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, after Puck, we find out that Puck's the dad, Quinn's, like, upset and crying, she runs out to her car in the rain crying, breaking my goddamn heart. It's actually lovely and sweet and horrible. Um, but then in her car, like a fucking creep, is Terry. <laughs> I know that what she's doing is wrong. Right. Terry might still be my favorite character at this point. In a in different... four. In a possible. show that didn't want us to take any of this seriously. She would be... She'd a be exqui- star. Yeah. Yes. Again, she's like, she hands over natal, prenatal vitamins. She's like, take three of these a day or your baby will be ugly. <laughs> <laughs> right, so she basically proposes to Quinn that, like, if you're going to have this baby, um, I'm going to help you. I don't think she specifies how. She doesn't, And she also doesn't explain why. She yeah. doesn't say I'm going to take she your says, baby. And I don't think she explains who she is. No. She's she just a stranger says, with here's some prenatal vitamins. Holding prenatal vitamins. Yeah. Right. Uh, and pulls it off. God yeah. bless. Which is... Equally as flimsy of a scam as her fake belly, because like, she's gonna Quinn is gonna find out who her choir director's wife is. Yes, but she's not implausible. Choir director seems to have no boundaries between himself and the student. No, No, like she will show. She was at the fucking acapella show. She'll be at their performances. Yes, it's gonna be perfect. I can't wait. Um, then I, I don't think that ever happens, though. I could be incorrect. We'll find out. I, I don't remember. How that I don't remember how this plot ends. You know why? Because I hate it. And I don't care. It was bad. It's really bad. <laughs> um, then I think the football game. Football yeah, game. then it's a football game. First of all, Emma's football coat that she's wearing, and by that it's just a coat that's red, and she wears it in a football game. It's adorable. It's adorable. So yeah. Adorable, with her little beret and a little ribbon. Her um, outfits are all, like, good. So good. They're Will winds really up standing next to her, which I think we're supposed to understand, like, this is the con- continuation of their, like, fun sexual tension. Could not care less. It's also not tense or it's, sexual. It's just two people enjoying each other's company. That's yeah, friendship. Yeah. Congratulations. There's a, there's a moment where they hug each other, and you're supposed to think that it's like, ooh. That's friendship. Yeah, no, it's just Remember how time. later he gets a glee club to propose to her for him? No, I don't. Stop. <laughs> no. They, like, walk across the pool. Oh, my God. What song are they singing? Firework. I want... <sighs> it's a Katy Perry song. It might not be Firework, but I think it's Firework. I thought it was We Found Love. Oh, it might be We Found Love. Stop. They definitely do We Found Love, like, near a pool. Or in a pool. Anyways, this is I pool. hate it. This is, like, five seasons from that <laughs> okay, so In the meantime, they're at a football game. Yeah. Um, Bert Hummel is there looking so tense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very... I do love him. Yeah. The, fo- the football game is going okay. It's bad. happening. It's going bad. It, I, I don't watch football, so I can't tell. They're losing. They're losing. Yeah. They're losing, but then they're tied. No. It's tied, <laughs> kind of. So it's like, it's like the... Le- okay. <laughs> Fine, I'll take the sports thing. Please do. Um, I know I said I wasn't going to like nitpick the, the plot points, but for like setting up the stakes, they are like behind by six points, which is the amount of a touchdown, and there is one second left in the game, so um, they're going to they're gonna run there, this There are ten play. seconds left, no. to be fair. No, there's one second. What? It's one second. They didn't, oh, like, which, honestly, you could have made it, like, that much more realistic by just making it ten seconds. Sure. But they didn't. Sure. Which I respect. Um, so it's one second left in the game, and they they don't know what to do, and they're like, fine, we're gonna do the single ladies dance. Although, before that, there's a lot of hemming and hawing between the football players about, like, if we do this, we'll be dead in this school. Which, like, being a straight man seems exhausting. Okay, also, to be clear. And no fun. Again, uh, went to a weird high school. Um, straight men performing camp songs actually made them cooler. Oh, yeah, no, at my high school it would have been very fine. Right, I remember watching a dramatic production of, um, I believe in a thing called Love. Sure. And I'm certain all of those men. There was no higher comedy than, a, like, a did man some in kissing a dress. with yeah. women afterwards. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but that does not appear to be the case at this high school. No, they're going to be dead. Although Puck does assert earlier on yeah. that he's a stud. He could wear a dress at this school and people would think it was yeah. Sure, being a teenage boy, I guess you're right. So, like, is in fact concerning. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, a certain type of man can do whatever the fuck he wants to. Sure. So, but so it is. Also, Mark Selling is 35 years old at this right. time, so I do believe it, coming from him. It is inconsistent in the universe of the show what you as a straight man are allowed to do. Yeah. Or maybe they're just scared, I guess. As are we all. It is very public. Yeah. But they do it. They do it. it so, also they, makes so they do it. Sorry, go ahead. No sense that they. I was. I got lost again. I sure. got lost a lot. Sure. Why they have to do it before the non kicking part? I thought it was re- like. Well, so. I thought the dancing was just practice to get more limber, not to like. Do it in the actual game. I think that's what they all thought too, but apparently they're getting tight anyway, so they gotta loosen up. That's not okay. Fine. I didn't say it made sense. I said, <laughs> I'm explaining to you the reasoning here. Um, they do it. So they do that. It's it makes no sense, but it's a charming moment on TV, and I don't care if it makes sense. I like that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, An entire it's scrimmage line of football players doing the single ladies dance, like choreographed yes. correct, is a fun thing to watch, and I enjoyed it. It's also. Fun. They're all in full football gear, including helmets, which means that they're professional dancers and not the actual dancers. Not Corey Monteith, who in no way could ever yeah. do the same thing. So they're, like, very good dancers yes. also. Yes. It's fully enjoyable. It's really good. Like, much of this episode is just people performing the single ladies' dance, and it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, as all episodes of TV More should be. We see it, like, yeah. three or four distinct times. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, then, I could have seen it three more. Yeah. Her yeah. comes wait, up wait, wait, wait. Okay, so so to be clear, they do that, and then they do get the touchdown yes. after doing that. It's dance. a glorious moment. So now it is tied. So now they're tied, and Kurt needs to do the kick. Yeah. Um. There's a very sweet moment when he's walking up to whatever you call it when you're about to kick a football. I know. Um, honestly, Kurt <laughs> Hummel, like hand over heart, just goes, "He's so little," and he is. He, he is. is. <laughs> um. It was like such a sweet look on his face. Like Michael Malley is a good actor. And also when Kevin... It makes me think that, like, parenthood could be okay. He's wonderful. Um, there's also, before Kurt goes up to kick, Ken is basically like, it's all on you. If you get this, you'll be a legend. And if you don't, I don't know, you could be up. I don't know. But um, Kurt's like, can I pee first? Which is <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but he also does, like, a little version of the single ladies dance. And then he does the kick, and he does it correctly, and I cry. And I yeah. cry. He looks so happy. His dad yeah. loses his, dad his mind so with happy. pride. Everyone else lifts him up. Everyone else lifts him up. He does, like, uh, princess waving yes. to the crowd. Yeah. Um, it's very sweet. And then we cut to him doing his nighttime skincare routine, which, which is very same. Honestly, reminded me yeah. that I need to improve my nighttime skincare routine. I need to place a Kiehl's order. Yeah. He's got to look a little headband on. Sure, you yeah. got to keep your, head up, your hair off your forehead. Sure. Um, um, and then he proceeds to come out to his dad. Yeah, in another, like, very touching, genuine moment. Oh, quite again, yeah. But, like, <laughs> if you asked me at any given moment, which most people won't, but you guys would, um, <laughs> what, like, the three most important moments on Glee were, I would honestly establish this, maybe, like, number one. Wait, what are the other two? It's, like, Santana coming out by singing a song to Britney and, like... Something I'm sure else gay. A different coming out. Teenage Dream. Yeah. <laughs> teenage Dream. Yes, yeah, but yes. like, so I think the thing about this one is it, it established Glee as a show on which not only were characters going to be gay, which like keep in mind even in 2009 was not a thing that was taken seriously, um, but which, which crazy coming out was an important moment and something to be like, not a learning experience for the straight person, but like a moment for that gay person. And it was so cool to see that like Bert Hummel says like, I love you anyway. I've always loved you. Thank you for telling me, which that really fucks me up. And then they hug and it's not like, that's so, like, 
I don't know. It was just really lovely and well done. Yeah. And I think there's probably, there's definitely someone on the internet who, like, hates that Bert says, he's like, I'm not in love with the idea. No, I was going to say, I love that part. Wait, but that felt so, they were in Ohio. It keeps it from being, like, saccharine. Yeah, it's not like a beautiful, perfect. It feels kind of real, yeah. But he's like, look, it's going to be hard for you, and I don't love it, but I love you. Right, and I don't love you any less for this. Yeah. I've known this about you, I've, I've, but I wasn't going to force it. I'm, I've been waiting for you to tell me. Yes, and like they're, they both do such a good job of acting it. Yes. And they're like, Ugh. so Michael Malley obviously is like just a lovely, lovely fatherhood actor or whatever. But there's also the moment when Bert says to Kurt, um, I've known since you were three, all you wanted was a sensible pair of heels. And you can see on Chris Colfer's face this relief of like, he does know and he still loves me. Yeah, he's good. Like, his time whole face goes bright he's red. Right. And he like sighs visibly. Um, and then I cried again. Sure watching it. I'm crying talking about it. Right. We're crying talking about it. It's perfect. There's a moment leading up to it where he's like, he's doing a whole thing about like how being in Glee and being in football has given him confidence. And then he has a pause between like, I'm and gay. Where you're like, this, like in the whole way leading up, you're like, they're going to swerve in some way. They're going to do it. Oh, I was afraid of that too. Yeah, they're not going to like stare it in the face and just say it. But they do. And they do it really well. Yes. And also, it's believable that he, like, he wants to come out to his dad, but it's hard to say out loud, I'm gay, in that order, if you are a young person who has not said it out loud a lot. It is hard every time as you get older. His perfect, like, vulnerable, fragile face (sighs) is... Anyway, for that reason, I think this is, like, this is the defining... This is why you keep watching Glee later when it gets bad. Sure. Yeah. It's because, like, this was the show doing this at the time. It's also, apparently, Ryan Murphy has talked about this based upon his personal experience. Like, he wanted to tell a gay story where it was not, like, a bummer ending. I think that's really nice. Yes. God. I mean, more happens in this episode, I'm sure. But, like, that's what you remember about Preggers. Yeah, Agreed. everyone else joins Glee. <laughs> oh, yeah, the three football players join Glee. And then Glee. Rachel quits Glee. Rachel quits because Tina keeps the yeah. solo. And then we get another Sue Sees It monologue. That this is, is where our she genuine, does the shitty homeless jokes. She has right. shitty homeless jokes and then transitions. And we hear the background music. We get the serious background music again. It's Taking Chances background. Mm-hmm. And it's our actual emotional landing point and she like might be right and she has a point and her advice might be good although it was a weird note like her like voiceover is like it's like <laughs> it's like the touching emotional voiceover and half of it's but she's jokes. talking yeah I, I was confused what was happening but we like zoom into every we get every character and we get it was like this is where you're like oh this so tonally makes no sense well cause i wonder if that is the joke because it was like that buffy season finale where there's like this like ancient like demon guy who's like doing a voiceover about like the moments that change you and it's interspersing to moments that change you and it made sense and it was like this sort of like a little cheesy but like oh, so earnest moment and so I'm wondering if it's a parody of that but, but I, her, I think her message there is what fake it till you make it basically yeah which is not incorrect right, which I think Glee believes in it yes. at the very least so that's where I'm like she's like if like a room full of people is making noise for you whether they're booing or whether they're cheering essentially she says pretend they're cheering and eventually they will which, yeah. again, is not bad advice, necessarily. Sure. For teens who are trying to figure out, like, how to do this thing they love that's uncool. Yeah. Man. There's also, I have down Quinn and Finn are very sweet. I forget. Oh, so Finn is basically like, I'm going to take care of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, he like, brings her his baby blanket that his dad yeah, got for him. Gross. It's super <laughs> gross, but his dad is dead, so. Right, so fine. We're okay with it. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, um, which is a nice sweet. little moment. And still not his baby. It's still not his baby, but again, this whole story is important. Sex, my heart. Sex that is important. And again, in a way, it didn't when I was younger and the older yes. that I get and understand sort of the, like... These two scared 16-year-olds. The prison of biology. It. Like, yeah. it's just a lot. I do love that this episode... Like, we'll get into this later, but we don't have to deal with the, the normal, like, teen girl finds out she's pregnant stuff where we don't get her parents immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. She doesn't have, like, well, a long, like, do I get an abortion, which is probably not great. She should, in fact, have had that conversation, but... But at least we don't, like... At least we don't end up with a treacly, like, 
I think I'm going to be a great mom. It's just, like, out of the question. We don't talk about it. I'm not doing it. Ryan Murphy, for what it's worth, seems to know that this is not the time to have that conversation. Yeah, I I wouldn't have enjoyed watching him have it. No. (laughs) No. No. Anyway, that was Preggers. Yeah. That was it. So much happened in that episode. So much. (laughs) That I forgot happened. I don't know if we just covered every scene. (laughs) I think we did. Dear God. Um... So, three words or less. Was Preggers good? Or yes. was Was Glee good in this episode? Yes. It was important. Yes. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, two two very clear episodes in a row. Acapella's bad. Mm-hmm. Preggers. Good. Lovely. In caveman terms. <laughs> caveman Acapella's bad. Acapella's bad. Yeah, you, you get the full gamut. Of yeah. yeah. This is really, like... If, like, if you wanted to quickly describe the show to someone, or, like, they were like, what episodes do I watch to become accustomed, you'd be like, just watch these two in a row. It's terrible, but it's also pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, is it bits time? I guess. I forgot to come up with one. Okay, I will start because I have a follow-up from last week. Yes. Which is the last week I mentioned that Ryan Murphy had at some point sold um, a script called Whatever Happened to Audrey Pandy. Yes. That does not exist anywhere on the internet. There are no other references to it. It has disappeared. A good sign. Nothing there. But I do have a follow-up Ryan Murphy question. Okay. Which is, please guess for me what Ryan Murphy wanted to be when he grew up as a young child. A beauty queen. No. Uh, ice skater. Pope. (laughs) (laughs) Let me read the quote to you that I found. I liked church and was obsessed with the crucifixion and leprosy and the Pope, he says. I would stand in church with my arms spread for an hour doing penance for my sins because you can't be the Pope if you sin. The nuns told my parents there was something wrong with me. So this is the man that made this show. Out of his, like, hellfire brain, I guess. Okay. That sounds right. Anyway, that's what Ryan Murphy's up to this week in my search through the Ryan Murphy archive. I just have a quick note. This isn't a quiz, but in, <laughs> in terms of, like, reception of this episode, someone who was reviewing it deemed Quinn's pregnancy a good dramatic twist, but hoped that it would not be a long-lasting storyline. Like, it's a pregnancy! Probably roughly nine months, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, a whole season of television? <laughs> Dear God. Okay. Okay, I have an Instagram yeah. quiz. I'm ready. Uh, what is Chris Colfer's most recent Instagram post? Now is it the cover of his latest book? Yes. <laughs> yes! I knew what happened eventually! What is the name of his latest book? Oh. Stranger Than Fan Fiction. No. No, it's his new one in the series of children's books that he's writing. It's mm-hmm. All I know is that the hashtag is like TLOS6, so it's the something. <laughs> and it's the sixth. The Land of something? The Land of Stories. Wow, good for him. That's a lot of books to write. Worlds Collide is the name of this one. Wow. Uh, it's unclear what it's about from the cover. There's a lot of things happening. Right. He really likes the cover, though. Chris Colfer also maybe should just try Broadway. Has he not? I guess he hasn't. I don't know. He should. He should. Um, so this day in Glee history, <laughs> the day this... Uh, episode aired. The cities of Canberra, Sydney, and Brisbane, um, Brisbane? Brisbane. It's Brisbane. Brisbane. Um, were covered by a dust storm, the worst in 70 years. Probably because of this episode. Also topical, the Libyan government pitches a tent in suburban New York on land rented from Donald Trump that leader Muammar 
Muammar al-Gaddafi may use for entertaining. <sighs> sorry. Yes. I know. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. What day is this? 2000... September 23rd, 2009. Okay. Okay. Yes, we are solidly in late 2009 now. Honor. Mm-hmm. My senior year of high school. So my freshman year of college. Um, no, sophomore year, sophomore year of college. Um, okay, so just real quick, though, what we mm-hmm. did not do. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to any songs from this episode on purpose? Taking chances, for sure. Perhaps recently. Same. I would, but I don't think I did. But I would. I think I, that was really it. I might. That's the episode. only, like, song so that was a tonight, song. Tonight. There's Tina's version of Tonight. I haven't listened to that. I don't even like the West Side Story version of that. Great. So you were not predisposed to enjoy that. And I genuinely think that's it in this episode. Because they don't sing. No, because they're too busy shoving 11 episodes worth of plot into this episode. I'm actually really excited for next week because it's the Kristen Chenoweth episode. I'm going to go home and watch it. It's going to be too soon before next week, so I'm going to have to watch it again. And it's fine. That's my number one most listened to Glee song. Maybe this time. Or maybe Maybe this time. Maybe this time. It's a good. It's a good. It's, it's a good, good version. Of I'm it. very. It's excited. not my most listened to, but it's good. That goes to Paradise by the Dashboard Light. I don't know why. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> That's weird. What I know. That's really weird. It's not a good song. It's not that great an arrangement. I don't know why, but no. I enjoy that cover. <sighs> I'm fine. Do you have anything else to say? I think so. Not for the I rest think of we're my done. It's great. Um, okay, so don't forget you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at especially Glee Instagram. Good. We meet, need more followers on Instagram. Was Glee good? Was Glee good? Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. Um, and if you are enjoying this podcast, rate and review, which I've always wanted to say, and now I get to say yep. as much as I want. If you're not enjoying this podcast, stop listening. Do it. It's but give fine. Us five stars. <laughs> All right, rate us but five before stars. you go, do rate us five stars. Stop listening. <laughs> it's okay. No one's forcing you to do this. It's okay. Yeah, it'd be weird if you kept listening. Sure, please, not good. It's not worth it. We're all gonna die someday, my guy. (laughs) Bye. 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 Um, I would like to say that Lily and Robbie have both walked away to take a break, and uh, as they did that, Robbie's cat knocked a series of magnet letters off the fridge vindictively. It says M, and that's it. It's only one. All right, well... It's still pretty cute. It is adorable. Oh my god, so cute. Okay, I'm gonna figure it out. Come here.